Catholic Things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome, everyone. Um, you know, the, okay, a lot of things going on this week, but among them, I didn't know about this video, but Timothy Gordon had a guy on, and they discussed this video. Uh, their point was... <clears throat> that the abortionists are willing to say this is murder and that the mothers know that it's murder. And why are, why are pro-lifers unwilling to say that, that the mothers the who thing. commit abortion are murderers? <clears throat> are murderers. Yeah. Um, and then I, I would, Timothy Gordon doesn't always do a good job of showing the video that he's trying to talk about. And so I went to look for it so I could see it and I couldn't find it. Um, and I looked and looked and I couldn't find it at all. Finally, I did find it and I did download it. So I have it on my computer and uh, nobody can erase it. But I, I guess YouTube is trying to erase it. This was a video at it was a panel of people discussing abortion at the national abortion federation conference in San Francisco. Um, this was filmed, I guess, secretly by, I don't, I don't know who filmed it. It looked like, uh, students for life were responsible for getting it out. Um, if I understand right, there's an investigation on this now, and I guess somebody's going to get in trouble for recording it. Um, well, <laughs> I'll contribute cares? to their GoFundMe for yeah, legal the representation. Thing is, they're <clears throat> trying to erase it now, and I we guess won't e erase ours. Yeah, but because we're not on YouTube, um, we're only on Rumble, and I guess I'm trying to. I guess I should put these videos on. Twitter as well, but I don't know. I get sick of chasing around these different apps and it's like, mm -hmm. this started as a podcast and it wasn't a video podcast at first anyway, but so we'll have the video at Rumble and I think BitChute and I'll try to get it on Twitter. Um, I'm going to present the video here. We're also going to put the video in full at Rumble under our uh, channel. Um, but even now, as I'm looking at it, this is what I recorded from YouTube. And YouTube had to put their little disclaimer stuff up that says abortion health information. Now, abortion is a procedure to end a pregnancy. It uses, actually, it, it doesn't have the rest. because, <laughs> And I can't press this because thought, I'm looking at I a video. I thought birth ended a pregnancy, too. Yeah, birth ends a pregnancy. But birth is a good procedure for ending a pregnancy. Yeah, the best. And you get a baby out of it. <laughs> and there's a baby. <laughs> a live baby. Win wins all around. Um <clears throat> anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and play it now. And I have a point to make after we listen to all this, but mm -hmm. uh we'll pause it here and there to talk. Uh this first speaker is Dr. Lisa Harris. I'm gonna identify these people. Uh, from the University of Michigan, and she's the first one we hear talking here. Let me share this. Another reason we choose silence besides protecting ourselves and our kids is to protect a pro-choice movement. And I talked a little bit 
about this morning, our stories don't really have a place in a lot of pro-choice discourse and rhetoric, right? The heads that get stuck that we can't get out. The heads that get stuck that we can't get out. The, um, the hemorrhages that we manage. Uh, again, that was Lisa. You know what? I don't even know her, remember her name or want to, but, um, uh, yeah, we did mention her name, but it, okay. Yeah. This is brought to us by students for life of America. Uh, they should get a lot of credit for this. And, uh, the fact that I'm posting the videos, not mean I'm stealing credit, but, uh, it's gotta be out there, you know, mm -hmm. cause they keep trying to erase it. People need to. The headset gets stuck. Ha ha ha. You know, it's like, and this gets yeah, worse I mean, as it goes on. Ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. That's so funny that heads get stuck in women. That and baby's heads get stuck while we're trying yeah. to kill the baby. But it gets worse. So we'll continue. Yeah. And caution, if any of our listeners tend to listen, you know, our parents tend to listen with your kids, you might not want to have your kids around for this. It can be disturbing. It is disturbing. I don't, what, what did you, what did you, uh, you know what? We'll have this discussion later. Matt, remember to bring it up. What, what, how do you deal with this with your kids? How explicit are you? Cause I, I'm pretty R rated, mm -hmm. you know, but all right. And I actually think, and you know, I've been pretty vocal about it, so I'll say This is just one of the panelists. It's been a failure of pro ignoring the fetus is a luxury of activists and advocates. If you are in there every day with women and, and with your provider, you can't ignore the fetus, right? Because the fetus is your marker of how well it's how good job you did. Right? If you don't account for all the parts and you don't look carefully, you you may be setting someone up for infection or hemorrhage or whatever. The fetus matters clinically. Not to mention that women know what's in there. You know, to about two thirds, over sixty percent of women are already mothers, and the remainder want to be mothers. They're not stupid. They know what's in there. Uh, that's she just a, admitted these women know that they're killing their babies. Yeah. Women know right. what's in there, and women uh, know that there's a baby there. Open admission by the abortion <laughs> providers. Yeah. Um. It's it's one of those things that we we hide ourselves from that, I think. Well, lot. you know, here's what's interesting. She seems to be complaining that the activists, she's talking about pro-abortion activists, get to ignore the fetus. Now, of course, pro-life activists yeah. don't. Pro-life activists are all about the fetus, which is the baby. Uh, pro-abortion activists get to ignore the fetus. She seems to be complaining about that, uh, almost as though she wishes that there was a way to just have it all out there and desensitize everybody to it and just make the population okay with killing babies, because then we wouldn't have these discussions and the need for activism and stuff like that anyway. Yeah. And I might be right. So... The idea, I actually think we should be less about denying the reality of those images, more about acknowledging that, yeah, that's kind of true. So given that we actually see the fetus the same 
way. You know, um, and I guess she's talking about the startling images that we use mm -hmm. to kind of bring people to the realization, hey, this is really a baby. Uh, when they see a picture of the baby, oh, oh, okay, that's what's going on. It's undeniable yeah. now. And she's saying... And I guess some pro-lifers have even pointed this out. If you've got too much of it out there, it does desensitize people. I kind of don't think that way. But um, I guess because well, I'm not desensitized to it. And we grew up with those pictures all over the place. Here's the thing. Is there any other, let's call it a human rights movement in the world that treats graphic images that way yeah the holocaust doesn't it, the better picture you can find of the holocaust the more disturbing the picture the better it is and yeah. and the more celebrated it is things like um the slavery picture child... where that guy had the weird thing around his neck to show the punishments that we would <clears throat> give black slaves mm -hmm. who ran away or stuff like that the scars on their backs well i'm thinking even today the the um uh the 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 slavery of of you know like like tribal warlords and that kind of stuff in 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 certain places of the world that go into villages and and kill parents and and take their children and train you know train them into being mm -hmm. soldiers um and then uh, make them slaves to do things like mine for, you know, whatever yeah. stuff that, that they can sell on, on, you know, like diamonds or whatever. I don't, I don't know that you, you've got movies out there about that stuff, but, but the, the slavery of it really happens and you can find images of that. Uh, people don't shy away from presenting very graphic images of what that's like. Um, it's, it's almost as though, pro-lifers have always been afraid to be successful. Yeah. Given that we might actually both agree that there's violence in here, ask me why I come to work Let's Let's just give them all the violence as a person is killing. Let's just give them all the violence as a person There you go. Let's just give them all that. Someone started to talk. This is Dr. Yuda Landy. Uh, she a was recipient the PPFA the, Margaret the, Sanger Award. Planned Parenthood FA uh, Foundation yeah. of America? I don't know. Something. Feminist. Gave, gave her the Margaret Sanger Award. Let's, let's recall that Margaret Sanger is the woman who, uh, whose plan for humanity was to rid the human race of the undesirables, the stupid, the blacks, and so forth. Yeah. I mean, she was public about it, and they're mm -hmm. still public about it. They're, they're not even denying this anymore. Yeah. Talk about her feelings about doing second-time master abortions. And it just spontaneously went into this very very intense dimension of our work, uh, of, of, of the feelings of revulsion, etc. You know, I often wonder this. I mean, 
like the the silent scream doctor. Mm-hmm. Bernard Nathanson. He he'd seen it before. He knew what he was doing. Why? Why did that? Vi- why did suddenly he change? These it's doctors who do that, this know what they're doing. That one spontaneous like reaction of the fetus somehow got to him. It somehow struck a chord with him. I, I would, it's, it's I like could he only, was able it, to hide the humanity of the fetus from his eyes until he saw that. And, and actually, a lot of doctors did. He was he was actually developing. Remember, that was early in the days, and yeah, he could see the after effects. You know the the dead fetus, but he was developing these ultrasound, um, real time videos of an abortion as I think like training. Yeah. And um, that's when he was able to see the live reaction of the fetus. That's what did it for him. I don't know. And, and he later I, became Catholic before he died, by the way. Yeah. How, how could you see any part of it? And not, yeah. How, how could you even see it, you know, dead? And especially once the, you know, the fetus, because yeah, through a certain range of development, fetuses of various mammals yeah fairly alike but but a lot of these abortions are are after that point where it's like oh yeah this is a human fetus okay yeah. maybe somebody might might not quite be able to tell the difference between a, a human fetus and i don't know a chimpanzee fetus or something like that but it's not it's obvious that this is not a dog or yeah a pretty or a cat it's or not something like that it's not far into it that you begin to say oh okay this is human mm-hmm. um exactly and they all see this i just wonder sometimes what but she's saying right here that she's got feelings of revulsion. Yeah. Or, Why are or you that fighting other, that? Other people, you know, have feelings of revulsion while they're doing these abortions. Yeah. It's, a, it's like. Why do you fight yeah. this? You're revulsed for a reason. And I, I decided, unprepared as I am, <laughs> to read some of those comments to you. One of them said. I don't like saying I'm dismembering a fetus. It makes me feel bad. Hmm. Well, it ought to. An eyeball just fell down into my lap, and that is gross. And <laughs> an eyeball just fell down into my lap, and that is. And they're gross. laughing at. <laughs> that's that's a yuck with these women. You see, it's not just the laughing. It's not a nervous laughter. Some no, of them are flat they out They thought laughing. that was funny. There's a that, lot of them. They're yucking that up. Oh, hey, an eyeball. <laughs> I mean, this this is like, um, I don't know. The, I can't even come up with a parallel. Yeah, you can't. It's not even in the world. You know, the the Germans laughing as they tortured a Jew. It's worse it's than that. It's not even that. It's worse than that. Yeah. I'm saying to myself, this abortion is going well, and it's going safely. So I'm not... No laughing. Everybody's clapping. What? Well, I don't get that at all. Well... Another comment. My coping mechanism is to focus on the baby fetus. Wow. Reverence for something that was once alive, and now it's not. Okay. Whoa. Could Could... 
Are they treating it, saying this is a corpse? Treat it with respect. Is that is that what that is? Something that was once alive and now it's not. What I mean, you know, when you get a, a uh, some some kind of I don't know a, appendage removal because you know you've gotten some gangrene in your finger or or right you know something like that. Okay. But I don't, obviously I don't they're them. admitting here that the fetus is different than that kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm, uh, my wife had to have her finger removed. I, I mean, there was no, like, we didn't oh, question what happened to We assume you're just okay. going to throw it away or have yeah. some kind of bio waste thing. There's no, uh, we're not going to take it out in the back and bury it with some kind of right ritual. Uh, when you get your kidney removed or something like that, it's just removed exactly. and then Appen it's gone. <laughs> you don't do that with a baby or whatever. Or at least she's admitting that I can't see it that this way. Is so, yeah. Wow. So, but I mean, what, what if you applied that to like some other kind of, uh, I mean, heaven's sakes, it's like, uh, uh, you know, you just have a service for, you know, I don't know, kids who got pets and don't want them anymore. And it's like, oh, okay, we'll come in and we'll just kill the pet for you. And, well, you know, I, I feel revulsion at that. You know, I just wring their neck and they're dead. It's quick and easy. And But, you know, I cope with it by by focusing Fairing. on the animal and and, and the, as, a, as an item of reverence. And this was something that was once alive and now is not. Everybody would say you're absolutely barbaric. Okay, here's the thing. These I, women I are like... I can see it in that sense, that. though. I like, know. Not but, that a what kid didn't want an animal. Well, there was, I've euthanized more than one dog. One, because it was a biter and it bit people and it just yeah. had to be put away. I didn't really care about that one because it wasn't my dog. But one was my dog and was had tumors growing and needed, to, it was just too old. Yeah. Um, so you do what has to be done and then you... Uh, you know, whatever you're bearing it, it's not a good feeling. It's a really disgusting feeling. And, mm -hmm. uh, but you try to have reverence for, I don't know why. I mean, it's not a soul or anything, but it was your friend. No. But, um, my point is if you just did that as a service and on the exterior, you just treated it as a cold clinical and then it was revealed like behind closed doors, you admit this and you say, well, I just cope by focusing on on this, this dead animal and, and, and a sense of reverence for it. And yet here you are doing this instead of trying to rehome pets, you're just killing them outright. Right. No, no, no attempt to counsel the family into, Hey, well, maybe you can find a better home for this pet or whatever. People would In treat fact, you as barbaric for that when this is, is like infinitely worse. In fact, marketing the service and trying to, coax women who really didn't have an interest in doing it to mm -hmm. do it and yeah. we know they do that yeah uh take the, the, the planned parenthood is a woman trap trying to talk women into taking this thing that was that is now alive in you this baby in you your own flesh and turning into turning it into something that's no longer alive not to mention the fact that it has an eternal soul and mm -hmm. will be there on the Waiting day of your for judgment. You on the other side. That's right. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to stop thinking about that if if I took part in one of these. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll continue with Dr. Uda Landi.
That's the hard part about this stigma. It's not just a stigma. I have an issue with patient pain. It makes me feel like I'm a bad person. pain. I take that home with me, and I have a really hard time with it. How about the pain to the baby? And I saw these comments that just really found and really, really wonderful. I, I, I'm not sure what they're talking about there when she says I, I have a hard time con inflicting pain if, if, uh, if they're talking the, about the baby or no, about the No, they're talking the about woman. the woman, the, Wait, the which, patient. Some of the some of the procedures involve a little bit of pain because, like, for example, if they're going to do a dilation and curatage, that c causes the survey. They, they either... Uh, insert something or give the woman something or whatever that causes the cervix to open up so they can get in there with a curette and scrape the baby out. And that process is painful. It's kind of like a muscle cramp. I've, uh, remember hearing stories when I was a kid of certain clinics that would turn the music up very loud. So they couldn't uh, hear the women scream. Yeah, because women were screaming in almost every single room. And I thought, it, it's amazing to me that science has not developed enough. To where they could For women can, yeah, kill safely. their babies without. Mm -hmm. and But it is what it is. And uh, <laughs> maybe God intended I, it. There's way. a reason for that, I guess. The station on age limits. We are constantly. Cassing Hammond, MD. Cassing Hammond. Uh, Department Chairman in Nursing Administration, get pesky. We are constantly trying to defend. Not just I don't quite understand this. Gestational age limit means how old should the baby be? Yeah, but I mean, the next part, what she's about to oh, say, I, I, don't, okay. I don't understand what she's talking about. All right. And again, nursing administration and they come at it from different vantage points and i've learned over time i think this is a dude for these vantage points department chairmen tend to come at this from the standpoint of we offer cesarean sections at this gestational age so why would we ever offer terminations at a later gestational age than that earliest age in other words oh okay she's saying that department chairman at like say a hospital for example um, versus the nursing staff. And, and this is interesting because she's saying that the department chairmen are at a point where they say, you know what? We already have the technology to safely live birth this baby. Yeah. Why would we do a surgery to kill the baby? Yeah. Okay. I, now I'm see the first time I went through this, I was like, I, I don't see what they're trying to say. So we'll listen to the rest Deception of that. At 22 weeks, why are we going to 24 weeks for DMEs? Nursing tends to come at this from a different vantage point, and I think the panel has picked up on this, the aesthetics of a procedure. Our labor floor nurses have many times argued that they don't like seeing DNA procedures or abortion procedures, and they want theocidal injections before a certain gestational age or don't want to be involved with procedures of a certain gestational age. We 
do recommend acetacidal injections after a certain gestational age, but interestingly, only because we don't believe that we can guarantee at the extremes of gestational age, depending on data, that there won't be subject to resuscitation, that there won't be subject to resuscitation against the patient's wishes. Okay, so they're saying, she's saying that First of all, the nurses don't like doing the deed themselves. They would rather inject a chemical and just cleanly kill the baby rather than the, the, the D&E she's talking about is dilation and, and extraction yeah. um, or something. And, in extraction. And, I mean, could that be like partial birth abortion and could be something? Yeah, that could be what she's talking about. But um, what she's saying is that. Um, because there's a chance of a baby, uh, accidentally coming out and then being resuscitated, um, that we, whoever we is, whoever she's, or he, I don't, I can't tell if that's a woman or a man. It's a, it's a it's guy. A, is think. it a dude is representing, yeah. he's got an awfully weird, like yeah. feminine voice. Well, I won't say not a feminine voice, but an effeminate voice. Um, anyway, um, he seems to be saying that we recommend that they inject with, with something that'll kill the baby before they do anything, just so that there's no chance that the baby will come out alive and be resuscitated. Yeah. Okay. We're going to finish this up because there's only like... There's only 30 seconds left. I wish or, or I could otherwise there our institution, but we recommend the decide on injection after a certain gestational age, but it is always the patient's prerogative to refuse. Centers for Medical Progress, ePublic now has, the public now this is not a new recent conference. This was eight this years 2015. ago. Wow. Wow. And I've got to think it's gotten worse since then. I imagine it has. Because um, they are getting more and more bold. Because even in 2015, even... I'm trying to remember, because you remember the election of, of Trump in 2016... Um, is it seemed to me that that was this kind of inflection point where these um, like groups of, of disgusting women were going way beyond just, hey, abortion should be legal, but like to the point of bragging about abortions almost. Yeah. You know, I like. Like they reminded me of of like the they one had a net, they had like, like the a one network, scene in um, or a Netflix show or something. Yeah, I, I mean they're reminding me of the the one scene in in um, the pre persons where like the wife is like, "Hey, let's get an abortion." Like, oh let's, yeah, let's make a baby in order to get an abortion. They, it reminded me of that. That yeah, and she, she said we can get it in a jar and carry it around. And, with yeah, us. and and these. And it seems like it was after the election of Donald Trump that I started seeing that kind of uh, and it was getting, yeah. weirdness. I, I, I mean, I don't even know what to call it. Call it barbarity does, doesn't, 
it it seems like an insult to barbarians. I, you know, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's like, in in it's, fact, it's uh, demonic. It's and nothing short of demonic. And then it was after Roe v. Wade overturned that they started uh, showing up at churches to to cause trouble and doing mm-hmm. weird things like pulling baby dolls out from under their dresses and putting blood yeah, on them. Yeah, just, just weird, just... weird displays. Okay. So this is the After abortion seeing industry. that. Mostly if, if, Huh? So this is the abortion industry. The, yeah. And most of those are women. Yeah. There was one guy there, but I think that was the only guy in the crowd. Uh, but I could be wrong. But... Um, Okay, anyone hearing all that is it's it's disturbing. It should be disturbing. If it's not disturbing, there's something wrong with you. Um, but it it just made me think. You know, if those were all men, I would have a very different reaction in my gut. It would still be disturbing, but in a different sort of way. And I wonder why. Why? Why is it more well, disturbing to see this in like women, and and why is it? Um, why is our expectation different for women when it comes to any kind of evil? Why is it that we assume that the men are going to be more evil than women? And for example, why do we give women a pass, mothers a pass? Not we, but yeah, so many society. people, even, even pro-life people. Yeah, they say, oh, gives women a, a mother's a pass for killing their babies. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the worst crimes you can commit, and uh, it's kind of like well, and, and I, I mean, even growing up, even I was kind of under this weird thing where it's like, well, a, a girl who who's having trouble, who's scared, and whatnot. Um, I can see, you know, how she would be convinced to do this. And, but usually that's not the case. That's not what's going on. Uh, Most of the time, it seems abortion is a matter of convenience. And as the women just now told us, women know what's inside them. They know what they're doing. They know it's violent. They know it's killing. But yet... on the pro-life side or on the human side, we're unwilling to say that women can be really, really evil. Yeah. And I almost wonder whether the um, part of that dynamic is that when men go evil, it seems like it's always a different flavor of evil than when women go evil. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like one big excuse for, for keeping, you know, the patriarchy and not letting women be in charge of things. But it's, it's like when men go evil, um, I mean, think of like, you know, like somebody who personifies evil. I, and 
what's interesting, most people's minds are going to go to say like Adolf Hitler or something like that. Right. I think more of somebody like uh, Caligula um, as personifying evil, um, extremely, you know, perverse, delights in other people's pain. Um, or maybe, you know, I don't know, like the, the Marquis de Sade or something like that. Um, yeah. For some reason, though, it just seems that when a woman turns that, when that switch is flipped for a woman, um, it's so much worse. It's like she, she had a woman who like flips the switch on that mothering instinct has this ability to turn on her own in a way that, that even outstrips our ability to be astounded by men who do the same thing. And I wonder right. if, if that's part of it is that we give them a pass because we don't realize the extremity of evil that they're capable of. Yeah. It's, it's so unbelievable to us because even for men, we would have a problem believing it. A guy could be this evil, but, Okay, we have a guy who, say, turns on his kids, didn't have the child inside him for nine months. Right. So if he does, it's still not as evil as a woman who turns on her kids. And uh, like I, there was an interesting statistic I heard the other day that uh, single dads versus single mothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, single mothers are twice as likely to abuse their children. Oh, no kidding. Um, yet, that's, that's yet kind when, of in a blue. divorce, I, the kids mm -hmm. almost always go to the mom. Go to the mom instead of the dad. That That's very interesting. Um, it, it's, it's weird. And I thought, okay, why am I so astounded by this? Is it, is it just the <clears throat> fact that I'm attracted to women? I mean... No well, matter what, even even an old lady, yeah, I, there's some kind of attraction there that I feel like I have to either protect or, or be there to yeah, help there's a her. Protective or, in, you know, and that could also be the thing, that protective instinct. I was actually thinking about that earlier. Um, when a guy goes, I don't know what we call it, you know, going uh, evil, like, like, like goes psychopathic, sociopathic, yeah. whatever, you know, when, when you have a guy who, who does these horrible, torturous things, you don't feel like it's a miscarriage of justice for somebody to take the guy out, even vigilante style. Right. Even, even if like, there's a, a sort of logical part of your brain that says, no, but we got to follow the law. Yeah. Inside. If somebody does it, you're like, okay, well, the, you know, the world's a little bit better he, now. He did a good thing, even if, even if we have to punish him for it under the law, he did mm -hmm. a good thing. But that protective instinct towards women that men have, like, wants to keep us from going there when it comes to a woman. Yeah. And yet the things that she does may be far worse than the things that that guy, I mean, she's killing her own baby. Right. And that, again, you know, it's just there's this solid wall that uh, most pro-lifers can't get over. Oh, mm -hmm. she she's the murderer, not the doctor. Yeah. Uh, 
she should be more bound to the baby than the doctor, and yet she's not. So she's the problem. Um, it's it's a hard thing to accept. And then even after you accept it, there's still something emotional or, or some part of you that wants to believe in her innocence. And again, when you hear videos like this, here's the thing. I wonder if women are as astounded as men are by things like this. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's... Hmm. I, because, you know, we'll be talking and this is a classic conversation between men and women, I think, uh, you know, some girl does something and your wife is like, well, she and you're like, all right, give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, you don't know how bad women are. And <laughs> like that, um, you know, that's, and I start to think, yeah, well, maybe that's, that's the case. Maybe I don't know how bad women are. Maybe there's something again that once a switch is flipped in a woman, it's much worse than it ever could be for a man. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess another part of this is that uh, just because of his strength, a man is capable of doing a lot more damage than a woman could. And uh, maybe right. our, our view of her internally is just, kind of matches up what our view of her externally is because we see her as weaker oh, than weaker us. and therefore less capable of, of since and she's less capable us, of well, maybe woman could do a lot more. Yeah. Uh, less capable of evil effect. We translate that into less capable of evil intent. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, Go ahead. I wonder if it's there for a reason. I wonder if God gives us that for a reason. I don't know, but I mean, it's, it's, <clears throat> if he does, then we ought to be making use of that. Yeah. Because at the very least, it means I mean, if, if we're going to say that, oh, wow, women, uh, are, uh, are going off this, this, you know, deep end and, and as a force within society, pushing other women to, you know, these kinds of evil acts, we ought to be seeking to take charge of that as men, yeah. as leaders. Yeah. We ought to be like to they have in trained our sons to do that. Um, like, for example, keeping them from ever having any kind of positions of authority the way they do in, like, uh, Islam, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, and I mean, without yeah. our Christian uh, way of seeing the world, maybe that's what does happen. Yeah. And it, I... and it becomes a thing of a, a way of abuse and that 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 could turn into something not necessarily worse than abortion, but a way of life that, uh, I don't know, causes a, a lot of other problems. Mm -hmm. So since we've given women in the West free reign to do whatever they want, 
and now we've got a situation where women are killing uh, millions of other women. Uh, is that better or worse than in the East where women aren't allowed to uh, do anything? School, whatever, yeah. I guess, I, I guess one's almost as bad as the other because uh, I think in the East, probably a Muslim can make his wife have an abortion, can't he? Oh, yeah. I, I don't even I, know. I, what, what do Muslims think about abortion? I don't know, I don't even know abortion? What they, what they, if they even have a stance on it. I mean... It's, it, it seems to me that Islam is almost entirely, here's the rules. Oh, we're against this unless it allows a guy to get pleasure from a woman. We're against this unless it allows, allows you know, a guy to get pleasure seem, from a woman. Doesn't that seem to be seem, does seem what to Islam be, is all about? Yeah, it, it does seem to be that way. And, and you, you expect it to be that way because just think of this. It, did I bring this question up with you before? It, you, you've you seen various people talk about Islam uh, with different podcasts. You, you know, hey, we have mm-hmm. this expert on Islam. You know, we're going to talk about this. Even some of the, the, the normie podcasts like, like Al Cresta and stuff like that. He's had people on to talk about uh, Islam and stuff like that. I have not seen anybody answer the question or even ask the question. All right. You know what's waiting for men in Islamic paradise. Yeah, if they all the live virgins. according to the Islamic rule. What's waiting for women in the Islamic paradise? Apparently not much. I don't know. I don't know what don't know. yeah, I've never heard the question. Not only have I never heard it explored, I've never even heard it asked, other than like, by me. If if you follow that line of logic, I mean it looks like maybe women won't be in yeah maybe women just cease paradise. to exist at the end of of their life that maybe they don't even have eternal souls that makes them like, animals like basically yeah, the, the equivalent of dogs yeah you have a dog or you have That's, 20 dogs right uh, which is and in the afterlife know, I, you'll have a whole bunch of them I, and, I can't think of anything that i've ever heard about islam that presents a different story than that so no i don't think we need to do quite what they do in the Middle East. Right. Um, Going the other way. So we have to give voice to that, to that deep, to that seated consideration we have for women that, uh, and and it could also be that, that women, though they can be maybe much more evil than men can also be much better than men. Um, I mean, the, Other than Jesus, the best human was Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the woman. And, who, and there's also the fact that, that we flesh. have a mother that we love and we have a wife that we love. And so that just kind of, there's a transference there to all women that I, I, I don't but know. But some guys, you know, not, not all guys find that. And, and not all mothers are, are right lovable, right. let's say. Um, right. But the thing is. If we want to give a little bit of rein to that that sense of protectiveness, we ought to do it a little bit writ large. So, because think of like, roll it back to the 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 fall. Um, I mean, like you pointed out, Eve actually committed the first sin, although it was Adam's sin which is transmitted to us generationally. Yeah, but Eve is really the first sinner. But here's the thing: 
why was she permitted to sin? Because Adam was permitting her to have this conversation with the serpent. Maybe that's Adam's first sin. And so the first sin isn't really eating the fruit on the part of Eve. The first sin is failing to properly as, as guard defender. Eve, yeah. to, 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 uh, to properly establish the boundaries and say, hey, wait a minute, that's bad for you. You're out playing in the middle of the street in heavy traffic. You're going to get run over. Uh, you know, the, if your kid's doing that, you take the kid, you get him out of the street, and, and you probably even wallop him for going out in the middle of the street. But it's protective. Well, maybe and that's if you the don't thing. do it, they, yeah, it's then uh, wrong. You're a, right. You're a bad parent. And, and if we're going to give a little bit of rein to that, that sort of protective sense that we have towards women, that, well, gosh, they can't really be. Well, it ought it to be to go the other direction, along yeah. with that. Okay. In that case, it's up to us to protect women, even from themselves. And we have to say, no, you can't be allowed to be in charge of this because you'll, you'll take it in this direction or no, you, you know, women can't be allowed. Um, I mean, even to the point of, like, like rolling back and, and reestablishing some basic laws about things like fornication and, and adultery and reestablishing, you know, getting rid of like no fault divorce and various things like that, that tried to keep women and men together or that tried to prevent men from taking advantage of women. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think the no fault divorce was one of the nails in our coffin. Mm -hmm. And should somehow be overcome. Um, I heard another statistic about, I, I, it was like 80% of divorces are no fault divorces. And it's like, yeah, I think almost all the states permit no fault divorce. I mean, imagine the 80% of divorces really could have been worked out. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no, it's just nobody was doing anything. Nobody wanted to, to work hard enough. It just, was I, I don't like him or her and I want to be with someone else. And yeah, but which, you know, immediately it's like, it kind of puts marriage itself on the wrong footing from the get go. It's instead of until death us do part, it's, you know, and, until we don't want to get along anymore. Yeah. I guess this turns, you know, back to things like dating and it's like, if you're going to think this way, your next, job is to find a woman who agrees with you. So you go out there, try to find a woman who you say, Hey, look, um, I don't want you going to this weird meeting with these weird women and doing that. I, mm -hmm. I want you to not go. Or I, I, there's very few women nowadays who would say, okay, you're my husband. I want to go, but I'll, I'll, I'll do submit what you to say. You. Yeah. It's, I don't know. But then again, there does seem to be a new movement of uh, men who are demanding that and some women who are accepting it. Yeah. Not many, but it's yeah, it's anything like that is going to be small, obviously. But the thing is, if you get women who desire to be led. Yeah, as 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 they're kind of. Uh, broad sense of, of, of a marriage, even when in the individual instances, sometimes they're like, 
I don't want to be led in this direction, but I desire to be led. So I'm going to go along with it. Maybe I'll complain a little bit, whatever. Um, they'll be training their daughters to do that. And, and those that's true. Couples will probably be the ones having more children. Here, here's the only problem with this is that this movement of men who have decided, all right, women have gone too far. It's got to stop. And I'm not going to marry anyone who doesn't see me see it this way. Mm -hmm. Very, the next attraction is Islam. Yeah. It, that's a big attraction for them. Why? Because Christians haven't defined it. For some reason, Christians have decided eh, women don't have to submit to men. Mm -hmm. That's part of the problem here. Yeah. And we're not going to be able, unless, unless there's a movement of Christians who kind of take back their, their understanding of this against feminism. And I, people like Timothy Gordon are the ones pushing that unless that's able to grow, then this movement of men who are trying to rebel against feminism is going to move into Islam. Oh, I see what you're and, saying. And we're going to be yeah, in worse it's, shape. It'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll be an overreaction. They'll, they'll, they won't take it to the Christian ideal. They'll take it too far to the Islamic ideal. Because it's, right it's, now, most Christians don't think that women should submit to their husbands. Right. If, if Christians aren't willing to reaccept the Christian message about the relations of the sexes and, and about the nature of, of marriage and the mechanics of marriage, the, I should say the dynamics of marriage, yeah. Um, then those who do accept that are going to say, well, Christianity is not what, what I'm about. And they're going to look towards like Islam or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a serious danger that yeah, I don't think point. most right wing Christians consider kind of realize. They, yeah. Um, they've bought in so much to feminism that they think it couldn't happen. And they don't understand that, generally speaking, men are the ones who lead movements. And right now we're at this weird position where Christianity is being led by women or effeminate men. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> no matter what direction we go in, that has to change it's because gonna, women yeah. can't carry a movement. It's going to collapse. Right. And so as this movement of... Uh, men who aren't real men or Christianity, which is being led by women, as that collapses, what's next? Are there going to be enough Christian men to pick up the banner again? Or are we looking at Islam? That's that's a scary thought and something that a lot of uh, these women ought to start thinking about. You know, it's especially ironic and scary at the same time is the degree to which the leftists who are all the supporters of feminism are also uh, the supporters of Islam. Not not that they're yeah. Islamic, but that as soon as you talk against Islam, you're a hater and the leftists will pile that on you. Yeah, it's weird. That's really weird. And that's, I think that's going to 
accelerate that dynamic that you just described? It's they're not expecting the sucker punch. It looks like exactly. You know? That's what's that's what's coming. They're going like, to realize you, you don't that they, you know, what's going on in Europe right now is being taken over by Muslims. And it's like, didn't you see this coming? You mm -hmm. gave them every excuse. Now men have no respect for women at all. Uh, so where did your feminism get you? I don't, that, that's a, I didn't even think about getting into that, but that, that is a serious problem. And yep. it all boils back to this, uh, this general way of looking at women that we have that all oh, women can't be that evil. Uh, women, if, if a woman and a man are in conflict somehow, you just assume that it's the man being mean, things like that. And I guess I, I'm not in that stage. It's like, you know, when a woman makes an accusation, I'm less and less inclined to believe her. Mm -hmm. Um, but that happened to me gradually. Um, you know, it, it talked to me 15 years ago. I, you know, I, all the, I was the, you know, the, the me too movement and stuff like that. I, I, I thought, you know, generally if a woman is claiming this, most of the time she's probably telling the truth. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. Um, it never occurred to me that a, not just some women, but a lot of women can just be this evil. Yeah. Um, can, can just destroy a man's life with an accusation or destroy a baby's life with a <laughs> operation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what's happened. That's mm -hmm. how it is right now. And we got to quit pretending that that's not the way it is. Uh, yeah. We have to recognize good women and we have to condemn bad women, at least for now. Um, I don't, I don't know how far that should go, but we have to start calling well, a spade a spade anyway. At the very least, we ought to be willing to to jail and imprison women who kill their babies. All right. Yeah. As a starting um, point. Because women know that it women know what's inside them. I mean, you heard it from said. the from the Planned Parenthood workers. Women know what's yeah. inside them. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean I it's like because things like um throughout those stages of pregnancy, it's like uh, a lot of times men have no connection at all until the first time the baby kicks. Mm -hmm. uh, and then suddenly they're excited about it. A lot of men aren't excited until it's born. And a lot of men aren't excited until they can throw their baby up in the air and catch them, <laughs> things like that and play with them in a certain, I mean, yeah, the connection doesn't get made with it, men it, the way it it's develops made with women. for men. Mm -hmm. And the fact that women, when you, when you're married to a good woman and she first begins to feel the flutter uh, and is excited about it, then you just assume that that's how women are, you mm -hmm. know? And then you start thinking, well, wait a minute, why are they killing them? Yeah. I mean, she can feel movement inside her that's separate from her. It's not like a muscle spasm. This is something completely different. And uh, it, it blows my mind still. That conversation still blows my mind. But it's, 
just something I thought we'd talk out mm-hmm. uh, that that aspect of it. I don't have anything more to add on that. Uh, nope. Me neither. I, I somewhere in there, there's a, a, I don't know, maybe a master's thesis on on male versus female psychology or something. Yeah, psychology yeah, I evil. think so. No, but yeah. Well, okay, we'll start talking about news, and I'll put a little. Check out this. It's oh, is a, that printed? Yeah, this. So you can see the little oh, stormtrooper okay. there. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, you would put toothpicks in here, mm-hmm. and then there's a lid that goes on it that I don't have, and it would come out and pop up holding a oh a toothpick. toothpick. Ah, neat. I can't get it to work because every time I print a lid, it breaks and stuff. So, but the toothpick is so like the toothpick's like a, a I don't know, like like one of their guns or a lightsaber or something like that. Yeah, because it's you yeah know, Star Wars. So he's holding a lightsaber. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, in an event billed as Volleyball Day in Nebraska. 92,000 people go to University of Nebraska's Memorial Stadium for a match between the Nebraska Cornhuskers and the Omaha Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Uh, 92,000 people for for women's volleyball. Women's volleyball. Wow. I didn't, I didn't think women's sports brought that big of a crowd. I don't know. Maybe they... But, I just thought that was odd. Yeah. The fact that 92,000 people wanted to see a volleyball game. I guess if I wanted to watch volleyball, I'd want to watch women playing it because they usually, you know, have bikinis. But I just, I can't imagine watching a volleyball game. Sitting through a whole volleyball game played by women. Um, I went to, I went to Hughes and it was a, I mean, it's kind of inner city, you know, and uh, let's see, our sister and our cousin joined the volleyball team there. Okay, and I didn't know that. They played other volley, uh, other inner city schools for a little while, and then they had to play Harrison. Um, Harrison... I don't even... I guess this was high school. Yeah, Harrison High School. Mm-hmm. It was... It was like... I was so embarrassed for them. Because these people were so much better. It was like the whole team was acting in unison on everything they did. Oh, okay. And our side was basically a bunch of kids playing volleyball. Playing, playing volleyball like... Just like, playing... It, like at the beach or like something. Like pickup you know? or something. Yeah. It was... Uh, I felt sorry for them. They they quit after that day, I think. And I was like, it's like, oh, okay, we're not a serious team. Obviously. You didn't have a, you know, you didn't have a coach that coached you and forced mm-hmm. you to practice twenty four seven. It was something fun to do. Yeah, it could still be something fun to do because you're not going to play them every time. It could be it's fun just, if they just stuck with other similar teams, inner city, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Proud Boys leader Joe Biggs is sentenced to 17 years in the federal prison. What was his crime? Seditious conspiracy in connection with the planning of January 6th riot at the United States Capitol. Even though he wasn't there, 
going to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't talk about it. All of these things were admitted by the prosecutor. Enrique Terrio, another Proud Boys member, is sentenced to 22 years in prison. This this is where we are headed, folks. Um, you don't need to commit a crime to be punished under leftist yeah. America. This is leftist America. It was leftist Nazi Germany. It was leftist Russia. It's leftist uh, China right now. It's leftist um, Cuba. And now leftist America. Don't need to commit a crime. You'll be punished. I'll tell you what, though, about this specifically. Mm -hmm. The Right Boys are not a far-right group. No, they're not. The problem Um, is, yeah. I I tell you what they are, though, is more or less they're an anti-feminist group. Mm -hmm. It's like, why why can't men be men? Why can't we sit around and have a boys club where where we do normal boys things and have fun doing it and talk about boys things? That's what Proud Boys is, and that's why they work so hard to uh, to to get these guys specifically. Yeah, that's it's an attempt to make sure America does not turn back to manliness. Yeah, that that everything to to quash that movement. A lot of people are looking at this around because other groups aren't being punished as harshly mm-hmm. as the Proud Boys specifically are. And people ought to be paying attention to that. I don't think anyone is. Uh, the Philippines imposes price ceilings on rice in order to counter increasing costs and alleged market manipulation. This makes no sense to me at all. They impose a price ceiling because they think somebody's trying to manipulate the market by withholding rice? I don't know. By increasing prices up? But if the costs increase, then how can you possibly not increase the price? Basically, what happens then is that no one has any rice because I'm not going to buy rice for... Uh, 80 cents a pound and then sell it for 70 cents a pound that would make no sense yeah no that's... I don't understand how this the, the only the only way it would make sense is if, is if you somehow think that all of the rice sellers are hoarding the rice and making it look like they don't have any when they really yeah. do yeah which isn't happening or weird government regulations and red tape are causing the prices to go up but Oh, the way to combat that is to get rid, just of get rid of the regulations. Let, let the market work. Either one of those will cause the price to go up naturally, and there's nothing you can do about it. Putting mm-hmm. a price ceiling isn't going to help. It's just going to make it impossible to sell rice. <clears throat> it's insane. Hong Kong rises its typhoon warning signal to level 10, the highest level. As a super typhoon approaches... Typhoon is... I don't understand this. I thought a typhoon was was like the equivalent of a tropical storm, but instead of tropical, like, hitting our east coast, instead it's like hitting 
the Asian continent's uh, okay. east coast. So I guess is it worse than a hurricane or? I don't know. Did you pull up a definition of typhoon there? Yeah, it's just a tropical storm. Okay. Um, over 880,000 people in Chinese provinces have been evacuated. Um, I think it's not quite as bad as a hurricane, but hurt. A lot of times, tropical storms will turn into hurricanes when they approach America, the Americas. Yeah. For some reason, they don't seem to do that when they when they hit Asia. I, I wonder if it's like in America, um, there there's usually like a, a, a evacuation advisory. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think it's one of those cases where the government comes in and says you have to leave now. I don't know if that even happens oh, okay. in America. Um, but in, I think in China, it's like every single person there. Their lives are to the point where the government has to tell them to do things. You know, like a lot of people won't even think of leaving their homes unless the government says you must. Now、mm-hmm. you you have to, and they don't think they're in any danger unless the government says you're in danger. It's like you know, people the government is God to them. Have ceased to be able to think for themselves. Yeah, I, and I,、uh, I think. I think the thinking is very different in America, where we could have the same stuff coming in. We wouldn't have people evacuated. Maybe some people would be evacuated,、mm-hmm. but it would be a decision, and a lot of people would probably just die instead of being evacuated.、Hmm. Pope arrives in Mongolia, marking the first papal visit to the country.、Hmm. Uh, Mongolia is—it's like right next to China. Yeah. Um, how long has that country existed? The first papal visit period.、Um, the largest landlocked country in East Asia, bordered by Russia and China.、Um, I'm trying to find it. I cannot. Mongolian Revolution of 1911. So at, at least you know early 1900s at least. Um. Well, the the Mongol Empire, the Mongols, um, were building an empire there in the early 13th century. Okay. This is an ancient land, and the Pope's never gone there. Yeah. So there are. Oh, let's see.、Uh, where was it? There are 3.4 million people living there. That's not that many people for such a large country. Is it cold there? Is this all mountains? I don't know. Um. It doesn't look. It looks high altitude, but not mountainous. Like I see a lot of fields and stuff, but not a lot of trees, and I see mountains.、Hmm. Um, anyway, um, only 1,500 Catholics out of 3.4 million inhabitants. Wow!、Uh, so when he goes there, he urges the Buddhists, the Muslims, and the shamans. 
to promote their religions during the event in uh, Mongolia. I don't, I don't know why our Pope feels like he needs to promote other religions, but uh, that's our Pope. <laughs> uh, Roscosmos, that's that, that uh, Russian uh, space corporation. The head of them announces that the RS-28 Sarmat ICB has been deployed for combat duty. So they've got this this giant nuclear warhead. I mm-hmm. guess it stays out in space and stays ready. Yeah. But is uh, ready for combat duty. Wow. Um, one of six new Russian uh, strategic weapons nuclear we really should be paying attention to this I don't I don't understand why we're being so flippant about this war in Ukraine we're at war with Russia this is this could get really dangerous I mean during the 50s it was non-stop propaganda not just against Russia but about warning us of the danger the of threat. a nuclear war yeah. mm-hmm. there are shows after shows remember that one America spelled with a K mm-hmm. about after after a nuclear war in America but um, it, yeah, it was that? That's right, because they detonated nuclear. But it wasn't just a nuclear war; it was also a full-scale invasion. Yeah, uh, if I remember. And then right. they had Red like, Red Dawn. And then there was Red Dawn. That's right. Um, but the nuclear side of this is is just scary because I think I think it would go nuclear if are, we decided, uh, unless we decide we'll we'll battle it out, but in Ukraine. You know, the thing is, right now I'd be feeling a lot more at ease if everybody had gotten behind uh, Ronald Reagan's strategic defense initiative. Yeah. That everybody, like, derisively called Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Here we are with India again. They launched their first solar observation mission to observe the solar corona, photosphere, and chromosphere. And to study solar winds and solar flares. Huh. Uh, why? I don't. Why is India doing all this stuff? There. I mean, this was a giant poor nation, and suddenly they're launching uh, not not weaponry satellites, no, but just but solar observation satellites. satellites. But no, is... I mean, I, you know, India has had. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, there are large parts of India that are poor and and they're poor in the sense that they have a high population density in some of their big cities like Delhi yeah. and stuff like that but but India historically have had their finger in the scientific pie they've had their mathematicians their philosophers yeah um, and all the it, it doesn't really surprise me that much all the scientists here in America <clears throat> are Indian it's becoming that way isn't it all the programmers um, too yeah uh, but they, I mean, if you think about it, they've got a very vast country and there's a lot of natural uh, stuff there. 
natural mm -hmm. uh what's the word i'm thinking of natural resources resources yeah yeah so and there, there's a lot of room for for crops and a lot of undeveloped land that could be used for growth so i don't know Heavy flooding at the Burning Man Festival. To eating cows. Huh? They just have to get over their objection to eating cows. Yeah, they got to get over that and they have to stop eating bugs. Uh, you look at the <clears throat> Indian race, the men are, are not very masculine. No. And I, I would say it's because of their diet. You, you guys didn't eat meat the way we eat meat. In no. fact, that it's kind of funny because when I was working up in Michigan, um, I noticed that, generally speaking, men, <clears throat> when they speak, you can hardly hear what they say. They're very quiet. Mm -hmm. And even if you ask them to raise their voice, they'll like... They'll say it again as though they're raising their voice or they'll and go on... Like, but they don't raise their voice. You know what? My but the women have sometimes. no problem being heard. Well, the thing is, I asked a woman about that. You know, I, you know, and, and everybody around me thought it was nuts for saying it. But no, she she took it. She said, "Yeah, but Dan, do you notice the positions that the women hold versus the the Indian women hold versus the men? The women tend to be the managers here in America yeah. more so than the men." Yeah kind of yeah it's, it's like a feminized race yeah I, and I would say the same thing for the uh, the, the orientals um, the men are very small mm -hmm. and it's I think it's just because of diet years yeah. and years of not eating correctly right uh, black don't have this problem and whites don't have this problem it's these these Indians two other orientals that's true that's true the Indians didn't have this problem. The, I mean, no, the, the, the American, American Indians, Indians right. Native no, Americans. Not at all. Right. Mm. Okay, so uh, heavy flooding at the Burning Man Festival, which is kind of, it kills one person, flooding? sadly, leaves wow. tens of thousands of people stranded in the middle of the desert. Wow. I saw pictures of it. There's like cars half sunk in mud. There must have been like some massive, like, thunderstorm because burning man's out in the middle of the desert in what, yeah, arizona it's in the middle of the desert where it never rains but when it did rain it just like, turned <sighs> all that dirt Sand. into a giant yeah. mud wow. pit and and everybody there's a bunch of cars out there now i don't i don't know how they're going to clean it up in time for the next it's going to take a one. lot of money yeah, that's but I, I wow. heard, like, to get a ticket to Burning Man, it costs, like, 500 bucks, I think. Does it really? I thought Burning Man was a free thing. I always thought it was, too. It's, it you actually got to pay tickets? Oh, it's gosh. not. Okay. It's I, a, have, I have no respect for it anymore as, as, a, uh, right. as a free thing. I mean, you know, it's like, whatever. I it's, thought, it's just another money event. Yeah. Yeah, it <clears> is. <throat> and, and I thought it was one way until I heard that they charge you. You have to get tickets. Mm -hmm. And... I wonder if there's like an outside Burning Man thing where it's like, okay, you guys have Burning Man, but you don't own this property right next to here. We're going to have our own thing, only this is going to be all free. Oh, could be. Something what if like we, that. we should yeah. do that? <laughs> Go to Burning Man. We should do that. Just the no, other Burning we would Man. Be, we would be like, 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 
like like Helen Lois or something. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it would be funny to it do would be this funny. to the Burning Man people. Be like, oh. well, everybody's going to their party. Oh, you know? okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, that if we could get some land right next to it and say, well, this part's Just, free. Yeah, this one's free. Come over here and like get, try to get fine, vendors like, to come up like and, and three thousand acres sell stuff. that we can buy super cheap because it's all desert. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the desert. How much? How that, cheap can that we actually eat? would be pretty fun. That would be great. <clears throat> if anyone has millions of dollars that they you feel like even need going of to venture in, go do it. Well, you'd have to have you'd have to have some money to get the event set up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, France is going to ban disposable electronic cigarettes. Uh, so little the little vape boxes that they sell so, in an effort to combat smoking. That makes no sense to me at all. Everybody has to buy the the permanent vape pens that everybody's using. Either that, or they have to buy cigarettes, or buy cigarettes and drive them back to the cigarettes. <laughs> You're trying to combat smoking. Then quit. Why are you banning the thing that helps people stop quit smoking? smoking. <laughs> I will say this about this though vaping came out and i've noticed a lot of people quit smoking and turn to vape mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i noticed the kids instead of vaping they began buying these more convenient little things that they would carry around i, I, I know i had some here because my kids leave them around um the little compact thing that you replace like the filter of it and you use it once and then it's garbage and it seems like it it doesn't use cost quite as ones? much as cigarettes but almost as much as cigarettes so like they're and what's still blowing a bunch of money yeah but i mean i guess you still get the nicotine and you still get a taste of something but what I found out later is that the nicotine is much, much stronger than with vaping or with smoking cigarettes. Oh, so it's like, uh, here's your little like, addiction pack. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. And here's the thing. Those things were brought about by the tobacco industry. Mm. Vaping is being fought by the tobacco industry. That makes sense. And they're coming out with better products that are less attractive to women or to children yeah and more addictive uh i i think back to the original vaping little contraptions it's a pain it's a little bit messy but it helps people quit smoking and it's not all that dangerous uh i think i i I wish we could fight all of this but it's being kind of taken over by the tobacco industry and they're just creating a more addictive substance that maybe isn't as harmful as cigarettes because it doesn't have the tar and the thousands of other chemicals but uh it's more addictive yeah i mean and honestly the money's what they care about if if, yeah you know they just want to control the money that's i mean that's what with cigarettes um you know, you don't grow tobacco for cigarettes. You grow tobacco for cigars, and you use the scraps for cigarettes. Mm-hmm. But cigarettes are like what everybody has. Yeah. Hardly anybody smokes yeah. cigars. Yeah. Well, more and more people are smoking cigars. 
I've kind of... Look, I get that a lot of people don't want smoking in the house, but I, I've starting to think that here's what this is. It's cigars are getting bigger and bigger, mm -hmm. or more and more popular people yeah, are pop, starting to smoke cigars. Here's what's happening. Smoking is a masculine thing, mm -hmm. and women will not let their men smoke. Oh. Unless they do it in a garage or something like that. But you can't go to the garage and smoke a cigarette every time you want to smoke a cigarette. It's inconvenient and it's it, it it's, so it's not like, as well, enjoyable. If I'm going to leave the house anyway. I'm going to make it worth it. I'm going to. So they're doing cigars cigar so that they can continue to feel masculine <laughs> because they're being kicked out in the garage. They're not allowed to do it in the house, but they want that masculine feeling that they get when they smoke. Only it, now it's bigger and it. it looks cooler and whatever. I think that's what this is all about. Could be. Uh, Supreme Court of Japan formally orders Okinawa to allow the U.S. Armed Forces to expand its runways and military infrastructure on the island, despite protests from the locals who oppose, who oppose the American military's presence. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I think about that, but... A uh, U.S. federal court judge rules that Donald Trump is liable in the second E. Jean Carroll defamation case. I don't, this is a case where it's like this woman uh, makes these charges against Trump, and Trump is like, no, she's lying. And that's defamation. And he gets defamation charges. This is ridiculous. Even after I, I, the whole thing. Yeah, this I, this is leftist. This is feminism. Well, it's feminism, but it's also leftist America. Like I said, I mean, it's, it is it's, leftist it's America. A but you don't. Need this to is have what feminism leads to. In order, women to... can make an accusation against a man, mm -hmm. and he's not even allowed to say no. I didn't do that. Yeah, he has to not say anything. Now. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he's defaming her. Right. It's insane. It's and I'll bet nuts. you, most of these cases, the woman doesn't have to pay after he's proven innocent. Mm -hmm. Except Daniel Steele did. Oh, yeah? Daniel Steele got charged, I think it was like $500,000 wow. uh, for the trouble she made for Trump. Um, the Supreme Court of Justice in Mexico decriminalizes abortion nationwide. Ooh, wow. That's sad. Yeah. It's always sad. So, the Fujian, oh, no, I'm sorry, in Fujian, China, a dinosaur fossil was discovered and given the name Fujian Venator. No, Fujian Venator. Fujian Venator. Is with two legs and two other legs that look like wings, giving insight into the evolution of birds. I do not Why believe that these various dinosaurs give insight into the evolution of birds. Um, I know they like was, to say yeah, that birds evolved thing. out of dinosaurs. Bird, dinosaurs are birds, not... I just don't think that happened. Um, yeah, there's, I think there's dinosaurs the, and birds are two separate. Dinosaurs things. are lizards versus dinosaurs are birds. Yeah, uh, schools, I guess. 
Maybe, if maybe they are all giant I mean, birds. I don't. Are, are they are, or are birds and lizards the same thing? But I don't think so. But are the, I mean, are there no. any any scientists today who are pushing back on that and saying, no, 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 we were right the first time. Dinosaurs are lizards. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, I mean, the thing is, they are lizards, but they evolved into birds. But I, I just don't, I don't buy that at all. Mm -hmm. Not even a little bit. I don't. Where, if evolution happened over so such a slow time, where's the tiny little differences between that and the next evolved animal? Oh, yeah, towards birds. I mean, why aren't all those, why are these one kind of fossil, and we'll find 20 of these, mm -hmm. and not even one of the very next set? Yeah. Uh, and, and they've come up with all these explanations for that, but none of them are good enough. Yeah, that's that's trying to to fit the facts to a model instead of the other way around. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're gonna get into the life site news, but I need to uh, I need to go fill my coffee cup real quick. All right, I gotta go to the bathroom too. So. Okay. Uh, we've got these these uh, pro life rescue people in dc who are facing the face act trials mm -hmm. um and i guess the first one this is let me find her name remember that one from last week turned on her on her, her friends her um, colleagues whatever compatriots yeah this is shameful uh but lauren handy i think she was the first one um sentenced uh as guilty and <clears throat> she was immediately uh, incarcerated. Whereas in a lot of times because of things like um, appeals and stuff mm -hmm. like that, yeah, okay. we people are allowed to... Some... Right. Yeah. So Lauren Handy is saying, no, you got to go straight to jail. And uh, they are passing motions to allow her to release until her appeals are done. Mm -hmm. uh, Judge Colleen Collar Cotley. She's got how many names here? Oh, okay. So Collar Cotley, I guess is her name. Uh, her last name um, has denied the emergency motion to release her from pre-sentencing detention. Um, they have filed an appeal to that to the U.S. Court of Appeals, and I guess later they'll be appealing that all the way to the Supreme Court. Um, uh, let's pray for these people. Um, if if you missed it, we did an interview with uh, it's Randall Terry. Randall Terry. Terry. Randall, Randall Terry. Terry. Uh, uh, about, I guess, almost a year ago. Um about these rescue missions and uh, rescue missions and, and the history of it. Uh, it's worthwhile going back and watching that if you haven't seen it. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand the history behind Operation Rescue. And if you're going to talk about this or even if you're going to approach it and try to understand it, you should know something about this history and you should go back and watch mm -hmm. that interview. Uh, we split it up into three shows so that we could comment on the interview and then 
but you can also find on our channel the interviews straight through. Um, and then it says Joan Andrews I was Bell. going to ask if this is going to turn into another Joan Andrews. Well, but they're saying Jane, Joan Andrews Bell. When did she become Joan oh, Andrews Bell? Really? Did she just... Did she get married and that's her marriage name? Or I didn't even know... I never heard anything about that. How come... Uh, how come Wikipedia doesn't have a Joan Andrews? Uh-oh. Maybe we should write one. Also known as Joan Elizabeth Andrews and Joan Andrews Bell. Oh. I, maybe that's her married name. Because growing up, we always knew her Just as knew her Joan, Joan Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. Uh, she's also facing... Um, this this same thing from the same court yeah um and she plans on defending herself um but but she is a part of this and she's just one of the other people one of the other rescuers being so joan andrews is still at it we should someday maybe we should do just a a, a podcast just about just about her her story her life Mm -hmm. she's she's a fighter the rescues and her, her yeah. time in prison. Uh, Archbishop of Berlin allows blessings of same-sex unions, citing Pope Francis and Archbishop Fernandez. Uh, he, Fernandez? Yeah. So, so he sent a letter to all the priests and deacons and everybody saying that uh, despite what the Vatican says, you won't have any disciplinary action against you if you bless a same-sex union. That's disgusting. That's terrible. Getting into evil territory here. Yeah, uh, and it and it all started when we said, "Well, you know, they're gay; they can do what they want." Yeah, uh, we, we we never should have never said that. that. No. Um. Judge rules that McCarrick unfit to stand trial on sexual assault charges. That's disgusting. You know, that's that's something that that I've um, kind of wondered. I, I this just kind of brings it back to the front of my mind. Uh, but but and I forget what even made me start thinking about it. But this whole idea of you know that we've got these various things questions of fit to stand trial for XYZ, uh, temporary insanities, and all of this kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just my old age and and I'm becoming, you know, something of a curmudgeon, but more and more I feel like you are one organic person throughout your life, and if you did the crime, you're subject to the penalties. Yeah. And I don't think insanity should even, you know, the question of sanity should even play a role. In, in I think most of the time not. I just... Even if it's legitimate, I, I don't think it should play a role in, in, in that. What I don't think, what another part of it is, is to say I'm unfit to stand <clears throat> trial. Uh, hey, if you did the crime... Mm-hmm. Now, the, the only problem this could run into is like if, if I been turned into some idiot 
whether it's because of old age or a head injury. Oh, that you can't participate um, in your own defense. Right. If I if I can't defend myself, then it's like okay, then there's... we could leave it to the public defender, but public defenders are terrible. Right. Um, that's nothing against public defenders. It's just they don't have the time or the they, money to. Yeah. They got five billion people they're defending. Um, so, you know, there's that. But this guy has money, and he has He's a lawyer that he. Just uh, yeah. This is just this is disgusting. This guy should just go to jail. I don't care how old he gets or how feeble he gets. He should go to jail for the crimes he did. Doesn't matter whether or not he can do it again. Uh, do you remember? I, I guess it was a year or two ago when all these. There was this weird newspaper article about a Catholic school being uh, renovated, and they found this giant graveyard full of dead Catholic Indians. Uh, in Canada, I do remember something like that. Yeah, where it's they made it sound like we had just started Sl- shooting a Indians, bunch of Indians and, and buried them in this. Yeah, this Catholic school. Yeah, I think it was it was suggested that we would say if you don't become Christian, you get shot here and then you die, and then we throw you in this giant pit. Um, there's a publisher, Conrad Black, uh, wrote an article talking about how much of a fraud the entire thing was there was absolutely no genocide and uh it it was all a lie i mean it was a graveyard next to a parish school oh and there were some there were some happened to be some indians there and some young people there because young people died indian state people died there and they had to bury them so it was just a graveyard yeah it was a graveyard wow a uh, California mom gets a $100,000 settlement from a school district who transitioned her child behind her back. That's all she I got. I wonder what that means. I mean, I wonder, if, did they transition? Did they, oh, like, did do they do surgery? Did they, did they prescribe uh, chemicals? Yeah, what Is she going to be able to transition back? Mm-hmm. Is she going to be able to detransition? That's the big question. If not, I think she should get a hundred million. Yeah, I was gonna say that's all she got. I, gosh, that I mean, to me, that's that's worth ten or twenty million right there. Even if there was nothing mm. chemical or surgical, just messing with a kid like that psychologically. Yeah. yeah. New research shows wildfires have decreased globally, while media coverage has spiked four hundred percent. And we talked about this. I didn't know that there was any kind of yeah. study, but I said, why Why are we talking about this wildfires now? Wildfires all the time, yeah. It's... Do we really have more wildfires? Nope, nope, it's just the media wants you to focus on them more so that they can talk about global warming, which has Even nothing to do with wildfires. Even though more of them are happening on purpose. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're being set by people, mm-hmm. usually As environmentalists. they finding out. Uh, Trudeau issues a travel advisory for LGBT people. He says for two SLGBTQI plus persons. 
I don't know what any of those mean. I gotta find out what that means. 2SL Two-Spirited Lesbian Gay Bisexual Transgender Queer Questioning Plus They're adding plus That's what that means. They don't want to admit that, that they're actually including the P and the Z now. So they yeah. just do plus to cover all yeah. of it. Well, uh, they acted like, well, you're going to be people going to do violence against you. But the reason that he issued it is because some of the states have said that uh, men cannot compete in women's sports. So there's a travel advisory? Yeah, there's a travel advisory for that. You know what? I'm fine with that. Why don't you advise all your queers and, and gays and trans and, and lesbos and everything else to stay in Canada and stay the heck out of our country? Yeah. Oh, also because um, certain states have told uh, teenage boys that they can't be teenage girls and teenage girls that they can't be teenage boys. Ah, okay. So well, there that- you go. In fact, for these two reasons, all of all of you queers in the United States, why don't y'all just go out to the why West don't Coast? You go to Canada. Yeah, go to Canada. Get out of the United States. We'll have two can, countries. Just like go to go to Gay to, America and Straight America. That's well, yeah. I was thinking Gay America could be California or something. Well, no. <laughs> let's make it Canada. Yeah, and Canada. That'll get them all <clears throat> out of here. So and we've then... got North America is divided into Gay America, which is Canada, and Straight America, which is the United States. That works. Yeah, and it'll be kind of how it always has been, where it's like, I mean, the real force is is us, mm-hmm. and the people kind of tagging on to our uh, success is Canada. That works. All right. <clears throat> We've got a plan. Um, time, to, time to get that, that policy document into Trump's hands so that when he gets elected next year. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, for the sake of these guys, like these Proud Boy members, I sure hope Trump gets elected. Oh, me too. Somebody's got it. And I hope he people. gets in there and he takes an axe and he starts swinging. Yeah, I sure hope so. A uh, Canadian judge acquits cafe owner who kept his restaurant open during the COVID mandate. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Whistle Stop Cafe owner Christopher Scott was cleared of all nine charges against him. All right, good. I Minor victory. Good. It is, but I, I just, and it it's Canadian. I think there was oh, a one Canadian guy, guy in Cincinnati. Okay. One guy in Cincinnati who ignored mm-hmm. all the uh, stuff. I think he was put in jail a couple times. I don't know. I don't know what ever happened to it. Um, well, maybe we can look that up. I, I'm one of those people who don't go out. I don't go to restaurants or cafes. If I did, I would definitely go to Keep that. Keep going, place. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not someone who pursues those kinds of businesses. But it just. A lot of the, it looks like the, a lot of the people who stood up and would not bend are getting cleared of charges. The problem is a lot of them have had everything taken from them. Yeah, the problem is what we need to do is 
as the second round of this, if, if there were any justice, these people would sue and receive restitution from yeah. whatever jurisdictions tried to shut them down. Their city, yeah. their county, their state, and those departments, the city police, the county sheriffs, and the state police who enforced those shutdowns yeah. would be charged money to pay the restitution so that now yeah. it hits them in the pocketbook. They'll be a little bit more cautious next time. Uh, including the people who <clears throat> did follow these uh, orders. That's right. The people who did <clears throat> shut down and now have no business because they allowed themselves to be Coward. screwed Coward. by the government. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't do something about it. Yeah. Uh, Pornhub is facing lawsuits from sexual assault victims. And I, I don't understand if, if this is like, if these are uh, violence videos that were committed against people and recorded and then played on Pornhub and Pornhub allowed it to be played or what. Mm -hmm. But um, this is a class action lawsuit by victims of sexual abuse who had their assaults featured on the site. I, oh, well, wow. Golly. Um, the Children of Pornhub. Uh, there's an essay out there called The Children of Pornhub. Uh, well, at this, wow. I mean... I hope <clears throat> they win. Yeah. I, but I you know, a lot of what goes on in the this, porn world is assault anyway yeah uh, I think um, I think a lot of times don't don't they like make it not look like assault by basically drugging the women up yeah I think a lot of times they do I don't know no because I mean it, it depends on what kind of video it is because mm -hmm. some videos are um, presented as torture or violent videos Whereas most normal porn, um, the women are the actors. Oh, okay. Where the men are just, you're just there. You don't do anything, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I, I guess that's a whole other <laughs> dimension that avenue of porn about. that, <laughs> yeah, that most people don't even know exists. Um, there's, there's some more suspicions over the Maui fires. You know, oh. we talked about it. Uh, you know, I sent you that, that, that email. I went and looked at, at the uh, NASA pictures of those fires the day yeah. they started. And they yeah. all seem to have started in that town. I And spread not, from there. You didn't I sent you an email. When? Or a text message or something. It was like, it was like the day after we had our, our last podcast. Or the podcast where we talked about them. Hmm. You probably won't find them right now, but yeah, some, I didn't. Sometimes go back. Find it, it. it was weird because I, I, what I wanted to find was NASA imagery that was like time lapse, like like a slice every four hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't find that, but I found one that, or several that were like that day that they started. It's like this from NASA. The concentrations of them, yeah, NASA, because you know NASA's transparent about everything right and i think 
the idea is that I could have gotten like the raw data and created my own analyses. Of That's them. what I'm wondering. But, Maybe we can come up with the, oh gosh, the raw videos and it. just There's, start looking. Hey, it, look what happened. Yeah, but it's not just videos. It's like raw data that you need to process and yeah. interpret into a video. They're raw pictures that you no, need no, to No, no, I don't mean, it's like, it's like raw numbers representing the different filters of, of the kinds of satellite mapping over an area yeah. or something like that. It's yeah. not even It's pictures. not a picture. It's, it's you, not like a JPEG. You got to do okay. something to turn it into a picture. But people did that for the day of the fires and that very first day when they say the fire started they were all concentrated in that city you know if you knew how to do that i wonder how marketable that skill is mm, yeah to take that information and and, and say well this is what like, this is what this is this is a picture of this moon or this whatever i don't know uh DeSantis becomes the only governor to reject the millions of dollars in federal aid for Biden's climate agenda. All right. Well, that took some guts. Yeah. I wish other governors would do that. I know the murderer Mike DeWine didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, this, people don't understand how big a part the climate change agenda is going to destroy us. I. People have their heads so in the sand over this. Even most right-wingers, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's uh, willing Josh to Alex, say that it's all a big lie anyway. There's only one guy who's willing to say it. Mm-hmm. Vivek. I mean, even Trump won't go that far. Right. He'll he'll fight it, but... He'll say, Vivek, oh, we've got to take, you know, measured steps and that kind of stuff. But nobody's there saying... The whole thing's a lie. We should not did be you, talking about this. Did you watch any of the uh, the uh, Republican debates? No. Okay. Trump didn't take part, so it was kind of like... No. It's like, blah, blah. Okay. Why watch it? It's like, okay, yeah. let's see why all the people who aren't Trump aren't Trump. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But uh, Vivek... What's his last name? Ramaswamy uh, or some, something some, like that? He's an Indian guy. I, I know who yeah. you're talking about. And I, he's Hindu, so I couldn't vote for him in the primary. I would certainly vote for him in general. Mm-hmm. Um, he cleaned up. I mean, he wiped the floor with all of them. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and he's the only guy I've ever heard, even more so than Trump, who came out against the FDA. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, really strong words against yeah. the FDA. The fact that they've destroyed small farms, mm-hmm. they've destroyed a lot in this country, in, including in being part of the drug industry. Sounds uh, like he's the FDA a, needs to be taken down. Sounds completely. like he's a student of history, too. Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you what, I think the FDA is more dangerous than the FBI. Yeah. I would take, yeah, I, I would get I rid of the FDA before the FBI. Mm-hmm. Uh... Josh Alexander wins his right to appeal his uh, suspension. So, for the, for the opposing gender ideology, Canada, back right? was like a yeah a couple of years ago mm-hmm. we started student, this whole thing. Yeah. Meantime, he's become a, a pro life um, <clears throat> leader, more yes, or less. He wasn't. I don't know if he is now. But he wasn't even Catholic when he started this stuff. He was going to a Catholic school. Yeah, I don't know if and he, he is wasn't now or even not. Catholic. 
He's yeah. like he's like schooling the Catholics in how to be Catholic. It's strange. <clears throat> you know, here I again we're talking about Timothy Gordon because I I get what he's saying about uh, Abby. Oh, Abby Johnson. Abby Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I get what he's saying. You did some terrible stuff, and now you're just stepping into our limelight. I and I I, I don't quite agree with. Him I on don't a hundred percent see it that way because her specific ministry is pulling women out of that industry. And it's a path yeah. she followed, and she knows how to get other women to follow that path. I, it's a, it's, I've got to it's give credit that, for that. That she would be best able to do. And when she was answering some of the critics, she was saying, "Because I'm best able to do this." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't disagree with that. I do kind of disagree with her becoming one of our spokespeople. Yeah, she shouldn't be like the like the the front lines. The Tara like Randy, pro life, a, a, a Randall Terry type, right? She she um, she doesn't just and you know and she is becoming that. For example, Bernard Nathanson. I mean, he he did his thing, and he I think he did a circuit of, of tours once in a while, presenting you know his yeah um, his silent scream film and and speaking about his conversion. But he was never like a frontline spokesman for the movement. You, you right. know what I mean? He had, I think, a humility about that. Right. right. That maybe Abby Johnson lacks a little bit. I don't know. But people like she Josh needs, Alexander. We need being done what Sandman. Abby Johnson can do. Yeah. But people like Josh Alexander are the ones that we should be oh, seeing. Yeah. And yeah. they um, should be. And Who is that? Nick Nick Sanders or Sandman? Sandman, the guy that. Sandman. The, okay. The, the that's smile, the kind of guy. The smile guy. And he was, yeah, the guy who smiled too much. Yeah. And, and and then when they finally did get him on camera, I don't know how much of it was rehearsed. He seems pretty well spoken. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not quite the. He was a maybe high it's school a learned kid. thing. Maybe, okay. Yeah, it's a high school kid. I mean, kid. come on. Because you, you, some people are just very good at speaking in public. And some people aren't. Yeah. Um, I mean, people like uh, there's a natural talent to it. People like uh, Taylor Marshall. He's good at expressing through orally uh, his the feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, he's good at making you feel it just by using his words. Man, Jim Condit was good at that. Oh. And Randall Terry was good at it. Yeah. Is good at it. Um, I, but I don't think Abby Johnson is all that good at it. I've never seen And I, I can see why. I, I know her story. I know her ministry. I want her to continue doing that. And, and I don't want people to detract her in that. I've never seen her speak, though. I can see why people who have been in the industry and have done a lot of backbreaking work are kind of like, hey, what the heck is this? Yeah, okay. Why is she taking charge? But that's, Timothy Gordon's not one of those people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, he's... he's. I act, need to he's, mention that, but... That's, that's true. It's not like he's, he's been just in any an online influ- influencer. Right, right. But I, I can see his point. I just think he's coming down too hard on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The WHO director oh, by says. By the way, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. 
bring this since you brought up Abby Johnson and, and we were talking specifically about Timothy Gordon's like we this video that we reviewed today yeah uh, you know was something that that he went through but while he was doing that I think it was that same podcast he was recounting his previous conversation with Abby Johnson when she was on with with him and Taylor Marshall back yeah. in the TNT days. I don't know if you remember. I remember that episode of TNT very well. I kind and of remember it. He but is, I, I thought there was a Twitter argument afterwards, and that was the real argument. I don't remember that, but I, I remember didn't see that the I TNT episode. And, and if the TNT episode is what he's referring to, he's kind of misrepresenting the argument he had with Abby Johnson because what he he brought up the question okay we need to change the law the law makes abortion illegal now that it's illegal when somebody does it you have to go to jail for breaking the law okay the mothers who have their babies killed are the primary criminals the murderers they should go to jail and Abby Johnson she didn't she didn't say well, abortion is a violent crime, but there's not really a criminal. She didn't say abortion is murder, but there's not really a murderer. She said, in this first generation of such a law of outlawing abortion, I would be reticent about you know, sending women to prison, the mothers, because I think so many mothers have been brought up in a milieu that uh, almost makes them incapable of realizing what you know the the, the reality of what they're mm-hmm. doing. Now I think she's walked back from that stance, but that was what she was saying. She was yeah, also on board. He was saying she was completely on board with. Yeah, eventually it needs to be that. Yes, the mothers are going to jail too. It's right. just the question of how gradually do you bring that in, and that's what the discussion was about. And I think that's a legitimate discussion. Yeah. I I mean, you you change things. I don't know. There's a gradual change. There's a law, but eventually that, for example, with when, when we eliminated slavery, we didn't eliminate all racism. We just eliminated slavery. Yeah. Okay. People can't own people. Okay. But, but eventually we kind of, did other then things said, that okay, would eliminate you can't have Jim Crow laws. Okay, you can't have separate, you know, bathrooms or water fountains. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, and even, yeah, yeah, you, Randall Terry even said, he said, you know, start with a law. Just put the law in place because the law is a teacher. Even if all the law does is a $50 fine, get the law in place. Yeah, and remember he that? was, uh, I remember he the way he put it case. is, on one day, slavery was legal. The next day, it was illegal. Mm-hmm. All that changed was the law. Yeah. And that's the day we remember for ending slavery. There was nothing else about it. We didn't change culturally. It was one law that went into place, and that changed America. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, just wanted to bring that up while we, we had Abby yeah. Johnson in our topic. Sure. Uh, let's see. Oklahoma Elementary School hires a drag queen principal who once faced child pornography charges. Wow. I don't see how a guy survives his job after something like that is made public. 
I wonder if I he don't did. see how a guy survives after something like that is made public. I'm not yeah, going to say that, that people should go out and commit, you know, vigilante acts. Yeah. I don't see how a guy survives. But if you're going to, see, that's the kind of guy where people like us would say, well, if somebody shot him, I'd be like, well, okay. Still got to punish him. Got but, what he had um, coming. Thanks. Yeah. You know, like that. Right. Uh, WHO director says that COVID is here to stay and urges people to get their booster shots. I I think Alex Jones was right. I think we're we're headed back to the lockdowns. Could be. And it's amazing that anybody is talking about the shots. I mean, why, why is there anybody in the world or in the United States, let's say, for whom the shots have not been completely debunked. Okay, here's the thing. Like, we we had a guy's night out down at camp mm-hmm. last week. A uh, couple of the guys there, we were talking about some of the guys in our crowd who are dead now. And I said, was he a vaccine victim? Two of the guys there didn't know what I was talking about. Are you serious? They didn't I even know about the vaccine this. victims? Yeah, they they've never seen uh, died suddenly. Well, I haven't seen like, died suddenly either. But I know what. How the can heck? you not know this? I know. People how can you not understand? Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, I wonder if the problem is. Okay. When we were growing up, you had a problem that was. Uh, paucity of news sources you had we had our three network channels abc nbc cbs maybe a couple of of independent local channels uh wxix which was channel 19 uh channel 64 i don't think they had any news channel 19 had local news theaters didn't um but even the the you know the point is very very tightly controlled sources of news even the newspapers fairly few um if you didn't fit within these major mainstream newses you were an extremist rag or something like that yeah today it's almost the opposite problem with the internet there's so much to consume that nobody knows how to ferret out what's meaningful or how to consume any of it well there's also the fact that we're talking about gen xers our age Mm -hmm. who um we're at that tail end of people who only trusted a few channels you know oh right and so it might be that we have to die out our generation has to die out before people wake up Culturally, people yeah, are, the, oh, before society wakes up. These, that could be. these alternative sources—that's where I should be getting my news. That's true. That could be. Uh, as a family, we were always that way. We never trusted any of the networks, so <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's natural like, for us. We, we grew up distrusting the news. Yeah, but but for these guys, if it's not in the you know Cincinnati Enquirer, then it doesn't exist. Right. So okay. Uh, Archbishop defends giving Holy Communion to a Muslim leader. 
uh, citing Pope Francis Are and Vatican II. Where? So in this, this is in this Brazil. Happened? Oh uh, gosh. Let's see. Steinmetz looks like his name is. Uh, there was a funeral for a kind of a a, a, a dignitary a, of some kind. Yeah, who who was Catholic, I guess, and this Muslim attended the funeral. And the bishop gave him holy communion. And came up, and and the bishop gave him communion. And you can see him kind of taking it here. It's disgusting. Oh, that is so disgusting. Just disgusting. Wow. This is. You yeah. know these bishops who are doing this stuff don't believe in the real presence. I mean, there's no way yeah. they could possibly they do this if they believed in the real presence. I don't know. I wonder. I didn't... I don't know. Maybe they think, okay, this is God. I'm giving this Muslim, I'm, I'm giving God to this Muslim, and that's going to help him somehow. In spite of everything St. Paul wrote. Right. Maybe that's it. Maybe they do believe in the real presence. They just don't believe in the Bible. I mean, I remember... I remember as a very young adult going up to St. X Confessions, and there was a priest there who was very... I don't... Charismatic isn't the right word. He was, he was on fire for God, mm -hmm. you know? And he was... He was a very live in his uh, calling. And I went to confession and I said, um, I I went to communion. I don't think I should have gone to communion. Oh, okay. And he lectured me like two or three minutes. Don't ever turn away God just because you think you're unworthy. You're never worthy. And I thought, wow. Don't, don't you read the Bible? Yeah, I mean, gosh, St. Paul was like, if you, if you approach God without yeah. a clean conscience, you're eating and drinking damnation on yourself. Obviously, you're never worthy of God, but... No, uh, but, but... You haven't used his his forgiving powers... Properly, and Saint Paul the way he told sing. us to do it. Worthy. Yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah. There's a there's a worthiness that's imparted by Christ when you've gone to confession. So you are worthy, but it's an imparted worthiness by Christ. It's not yeah. worthiness that that is it's, yours it's intrinsically given to us. Mm -hmm. It's a gift. But, but you have to go go receive that communion. gift before you can receive Holy Communion. Yeah. Wow, that a priest, I don't know about these people. Yeah, I mean, it's so strange that priests could... Could, uh, could it be that they're this, just this stupid? I don't know, yeah. It's like, like I said, okay, well, you believe in the real presence, but apparently you don't believe in the... the Everything else. Uh, well, I... Maybe the, the, the power and the glory of God is beyond... You don't you, believe maybe. in St. Paul or something. I don't know. It, wow. I think it's it goes back to that dare we hope i uh, guess i don't know but you know the thing is it's not just saint paul it's jesus himself you remember the parable of the the wedding feast and yeah. the one man that was caught in the feast not clothed properly for the wedding well he's talking about grace and the wedding is the mass he's talking about approaching holy communion without grace <clears throat> Speaking of which, I mean, Pope Francis brought this up in that letter that we uh, addressed in our book. Mm -hmm. uh, take oh, your foot the, off my neck. Oh, right, right. Um, 
And he said, in response to that, he said, all that one has to have is the garment of faith. Yeah, no, it's the garment of grace that you must have. Now, I, you know, that could be looked at and say, okay, this is heretical. Uh, because if you're saying all I need is faith, oh, then... Lots of people have faith. Well, that's, that's heresy. Yeah. But it could be argued here that he's not saying all you need is faith. He's saying all you need is the garment of faith. He oh. created a new phrase <clears throat> the that could mean anything he wants it to mean. Could be, yeah. um, it could mean the grace. garment of faith is could... is all the stuff you do that comes with faith. Yeah. So the garment of faith could be grace. sanctifying grace. Yeah. For example, uh, I don't think that's what he meant it to mean. No. But I don't know. The yeah, good point. I, I the word about that. the the somersaults and the acrobats are there. Uh, FDA set to approve and roll out the new COVID shots within the next week. I don't see. I don't understand. I thought the emergency was over. Why is the FDA allowing this stuff to happen so quickly yeah. without any testing? Yeah. Well, why not revert to the standard protocol at least? I wonder if the newest shots are going to continue to injure people, or if they're just going to be like water. You know. I wonder if this is just we got to keep. We got. Oh, we it's just water, but we need to, to get people used to going and getting this. their shots once once a month or yeah. whatever. Is this Kool Aid? But that the, nobody the knows. Thing you is, never know. We can resist the shots, but I've been hearing about things like, um, and I don't know whether they there's a way to get away with this secretly or not, but like just aerial dispersion of the like mRNA. Yeah, and stuff like that. It's like you may not even be able to avoid it. Yeah, I don't know. This is mass murder, though, and yeah, I don't. Uh, that's all the news I got. All right. Well, wow, that's yeah. There's some depressing news, news this week, but I've got some news yeah. that's that's just weird. Um, in fact, you know what? I forgot to get my mail. I got to wait for my mail to update. I have one of those email programs. It, I mean, I could probably set it so that it automatically fetches every, whatever, 10 minutes or whatever it is, but I don't. I have it so that when I want to get mail, I got to click on the get mail and then it goes and fetches all the mail that I haven't gotten since the last time I did that. Okay, well, uh, but it'll just take I, a For all these kinds of things, I just use Gmail just because it's more convenient for uh, back and forth communication. You know what I mean? So for so, anything but you do it online, I right? use Outlook. Like uh -huh. you go to Gmail online? Like gmail.com? Yeah. Or, yeah, or... so I just open up my Gmail. And, that, and actually... So you use your browser, uh, though. I use... Yeah, so I'm using the browser. But I actually... Even my normal emails... Um, for, for like the domains that I own for like APAC mm -hmm. or, or podcastpodcastthings.com I actually use Gmail to retrieve the email and deliver it to me uh, just because it's such a good spam filter oh okay yeah and rarely do do they ever if ever uh, delete <clears throat> stuff that wasn't spam mm-hmm 
and I hardly ever get spam. Well, so that's a uh, that's a pretty good uh, recommendation. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. My company that I work for is is like they, they're big users of like Google products like that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they'll they'll prefer say Google Teams or Google Meeting over like. Microsoft Teams and, and Google Docs yeah, and stuff like because that. Because Microsoft is terrible. Well, I mean, Microsoft is is they 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 were well, terrible for a tools. while. They're getting better actually. But here's the thing: it's funny because they will act like these are people out in like Santa Clara, California, and stuff like that. Yeah. And they will act like it's a cultural thing, like the the hip young moving with it. Google, uh, you know, new thing against the uh, old stodgy corporate Microsoft. It's like, seriously, do you think you get any more corporate than Google? Wow. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway. Okay. So first item. Uh, so <laughs> it's just kind of funny. So we've got the, the Great Wall of China, which is actually much older I would actually like to see the Great Wall of China and walk parts of it, except that the modern Chinese government, the, the Chinese Communist Party, yeah, kind of wants to sort of claim it as as uh, as theirs. You know, they, they they you know use it as a symbol of of Chinese uh, patriotism and and loyalty to the party and that kind of stuff. But um, but in fact, it's been around for a long, long time. Uh, but apparently a couple of, uh, I don't know, construction workers just wanted a shortcut to the town on the other side of the wall. And so they went ahead and cut a shortcut through the wall. <laughs> They've been arrested. I don't know what's going to become of them. They were arrested for it? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it, it's like, you know, they cut a hole in the Great Wall of China. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is like, okay, if you... Here, why don't we? Uh, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like let's say let's say Trump gets his wall up on the southern border, and you say, yeah. but I've got to do work in that Mexican town right there, and it's 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 a hundred miles out of my way or seventy miles out of my way to go to the actual border crossing, so I'm just going to cut a hole in the wall or something like that. You know, I, yeah. I think it's that kind of a thing. But it, they didn't cut a hole in the wall; they just cut a road. They cut a road through, through the, the land through the rubble that that used to represent the wall in that particular but area. But if you look at these pictures, look at the vast area behind the wall. Yeah. And it's on like, the sides of it. Mm -hmm. This is what you normally what see you when they of. talk about the wall. This is only a few, like there's, there's very, very like small sections that are like this. Yeah. But if you look at that, yeah. look, look at that land. China is a huge area. Mm -hmm. And I think most of it, is underdeveloped and uh i mean there are so many natural resources here that have been untapped the same way we were talking about with india well, yeah. you know <clears throat> there's a lot but what's weird is that they are untapped because china is very conscientious about about yeah. growth and their position in the world. They want to be a world power. They want to be what the United States was during the 50s, 60s, and 70s right. in the world. 
and, and maybe more so even in the 80s and 90s, but China wants to be that. Um, and, 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 and I, they, I think they're they not, could be I think they're not by unleashing them. their citizens. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And they've kind of half done this with this mixture of capitalism and communism. It's like, okay, let's have capitalism, but still have slaves. But, yeah. That's what they've done. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's the beginning times of America. We, we keep if they wanted control. to really awaken their potentiality, they would uh, release the slaves. But the point is, they want that position, <laughs> but the central party in charge of everything. They yeah. see themselves. The the Chinese Communist Party sees itself as being the ultimate like central governing body ruling the world that's that's what mm -hmm. they see and and i don't know why these other countries are colluding with china in this i don't know it's like are they so dumb that they don't realize this is where china is going and that as soon as china has power all the other powers are going to be suppressed i don't know yeah you know i get i don't know Crazy. But anyway, I thought that was funny. So a couple of right. excavators breached the Great Wall of China. <laughs> All right. Um, next, so we have a couple of alligator, or a, a you know, a few alligator hunters that I guess caught and killed the largest alligator ever ca caught in the in Mississippi. This is in Mississippi. Huh? Yeah, dirt, that uh, is a giant alligator. Yazoo River. Yeah, it's like wow. That's, I mean, you know what? I don't understand. I mean, look how big that is. Yeah. Um, you don't really hear a whole lot about people getting eaten by alligators. No. But I understand that crocodiles eat people all the time. But not so much alligators. Like in, in Africa. Oh, okay, okay. Unless, I mean, when I'm watching nature shows and mm -hmm. stuff that go over areas with crocodiles, they act like it's a normal thing for a kid to disappear and, once and a year. People say, oh, um, okay, well, he must have got, got eaten by a crocodile or something. Wow. I, I wonder how true that is. And I wonder. Oh, yeah. Do alligators not go after people? You gotta I mean, think that, that they will eat anyone. There's no reason that thing couldn't eat you or me. I know. Look at them. I mean, heaven's sakes, it could swallow me. <laughs> I've got some other pictures in here that that show like the size of his mouth oh, and stuff. Oh, there is. Wow. Okay, I didn't see those. Uh, jeez. Gosh. Oh well, here's a nice little video. Let's show the video. Is there another alligator inside it, or is they just showing oh, the is that, size? Is that? Uh, Did it eat another it, alligator? It, look, it looks like they're pulling an alligator out of it, doesn't it? A five-foot alligator. Oh corpse. no, that's something else. Oh, before there was okay, a snake okay. that ate an alligator. Okay, I this see. Is that's different. different. So this that is just is some, weird. This though. is just that's, like various alligator videos and stuff. Yeah, snake uh, ate a alligator. Okay, but anyway, huge alligator. Um, yeah, wow. And, and I mean, it's like, are there, are there alligators like that all over Mississippi? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. I remember, uh, I had never seen an alligator in my life. Mm -hmm. I didn't think people actually saw them like, in the not wild, even at the except zoo? maybe oh. down in Florida. But, uh, we, 
a group of us picked up Jason from he he got some kind of leave from his military thing for oh, a couple mm-hmm. days, and we picked him up down in Georgia, and we went to there was a dam lake somewhere around there, and we all went to that and went fishing for a couple of days, um, and him and a guy named John came back and said, "Hey, we saw an alligator." I didn't believe him. Oh yeah, you did you guys go see it? And then, uh, well, we ended up on the boat the next day and out. And he's like, look, look, I'm like, holy cows, that alligators is longer than our boat anyway. I oh, mean, did you see it like on shore? No, it was swimming along. You could see two of them swimming along. And wow. I mean, as we got close, it suddenly uh, swam off. But uh, I, did, I just didn't know that they were that common to see them. Wow. The only place that I've seen them unbarricaded is uh, uh, on the I forget which base it was but, but we went down to visit Jeremy um, I think it was in Georgia um, it's probably the same one Jason was at. at at the Air Force Base and, and they had alligators just on the base that were allowed to roam and mm. we saw like three of them by one of the, the ponds I would be really scared of getting near one. I'm, well, I didn't get that's near the thing it. about Ohio. <laughs> there are no dangerous animals in Ohio. I, I like that. I don't have to worry about alligators or bears. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even say, do, I mean, do we even have like water moccasins in Ohio and stuff? Like the, I, like I've heard about them. I've never seen one, mm-hmm. and I've been swimming in that river. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I don't anymore. But so. uh, I've seen wa- snakes in the water. Yeah. And. But I've, I don't know. Maybe they are water moccasins. Hmm. I guess they just don't have any interest in cat in biting people. Anyway, uh, next here here's what's interesting. So so there's this story going around about this guy who, um, he has this bull that he takes to like shows or whatever. This is up in Nebraska, and. Yeah. So he outfitted his car to be able to hold the bull on the passenger side, and he's driving around. Okay. So he's got half yeah, a Yeah, you can see he's got a little, he's, a little thing here like to hold it in. Holding the bull in. Man, the horns on that bull are massive. Look at that. Yeah. Um, is this a uniform? Is this a costume that he wears or just a... No, no, no. This is his bull. Oh, that's a real bull. That's that a, real, a bull. real bull. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. No, it is. Hold on. Around 10 a.m., that is a real bull. Responded Holy to cow. a call of yeah. a man driving. <laughs> scroll down to the other picture too. You'll He's see. Found it's a on bull. 275 with a what? Look at that thing. I know. <laughs> but here's the thing that I can't figure out, and I've looked at several different news channels to try to find this out. The cops, the cops, let him go with some warnings. Say, well, take take the bull back home. We'll just write you up some warnings. And the cops said, yeah, he had some citable violations there that we could have written him up for. And, but I haven't been able to find a single news source that actually lists one violation that the man was was citable for. Yeah, why? 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 What, uh, why is this a problem in traffic? Did you see that? Look at that. <laughs> That's disgusting. I haven't. I haven't. Look. I haven't seen the. That's the. You I'm, see the I'm rear just watching the, the video right now. I've got it up for you. You can see it in the share screen. Oh, it's on the screen. 
Okay. Yeah, I've got that, it for. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's, that's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> Maybe that's a violation. <laughs> that would be a violation. Your cow is pooping all over the place. He put a to, bag or he something needs to, to put catch a bag it or, or catch or something. Because that is gross. <laughs> wow. And that bull is is thinking, why? Why are you making me stand here and do this? It seems <laughs> awful tranquil, you know. I yeah. guess. I mean, he's had this bull since the bull was a calf. I've, I've never. Uh, Look at that! It's, you see that guy? Like he was walking next. Yeah, grabbing his horn. That bull could just like, with a minor twist of his head, like completely impale the guy yeah. on its horn. Yeah. Uh, I see. I thought this was a giant outfit or costume or something. Oh, okay. He, he would <clears throat> take to games, but. Um, Okay, here's the thing. Um, I've never been around cows, except once or twice. And Behind the few the times that I've been around them, it just occurred to me that I should be scared of this animal. And I remember I, I went to one place, they had some cows, and they're like, oh, go pet them. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to pet a cow. Are you kidding? I mean, the thing could kill me just by nudging That's me. Like, yeah. It, it just seems like something you ought to be scared of. Something that big and powerful. Mm -hmm. And uh, it looks tranquil, all right, but it's an animal. And I don't care what animal it is. I have decided I don't like animals that can kill me. And well, so I will never even own a giant dog again. Regardless of tranquility, <clears throat> I mean, even if it just got a, a, an itch because of a fly buzzing in one of its yeah. ears and it went like that. You could be or, dead. Or, or it's that you're just playing with you. I mean, yeah. you just, um, you're crushed. Man. Do you hear that? Uh, I wish I could remember the guy's name. One of the frontiersmen, one of the people who settled the Ohio Valley. Mm -hmm. When he first came, he found a, a baby deer. And so he raised the baby deer. And uh, for a long time, he was known the guy who had a pet deer. He would let it walk around in his house and stuff, but it was a male. Oh, it was a buck. And, uh, yeah. Wow. That, I don't think That I would cut, not do. Yeah, I, I don't think he cut its uh, nuts off. And so, like all deer, I mean, it was violent sometimes, but yeah. um, he had it for a number of years. And then one day they found him in his cabin. He, he had been, he had a bunch of puncture wounds all over. So it was obvious. Well, you know, the, I the mean, the deer, deer they had, get into that. It's like, it's part of their nature to to challenge other males right right <clears throat> i wouldn't wow. it was a crazy thing to do i can see how neat it would be to have a pet deer yeah but you gotta think about your safety know. yeah especially during the rut and when these things have these antlers that are sharp and mm -hmm. huge and they're very powerful yeah <clears throat> All right. Well, this last last one, next one, last one is just kind of a. Uh, I just I just thought the irony was funny. Um. So. Mm-hmm. Univision, Chicago. Really. Chicago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had been shooting. This is a land, uh, <laughs> Spanish language. I hope station. they. I hope the robbers release it somewhere. You know, were were they? I wonder if they were uh, Spanish robbers or 
three masked men brandishing yeah. firearms robbed them. So is that, do you call that a, a meta crime? That... You'd think that that footage would have been kind of clouded to another area. Yeah. Yeah, well, what, what were you thinking? Oh, wait a minute. Police identify all oh, the victims. Well, that's, that's ironic. Well, it's like those, you know, reporters who insist they have to go get into the war zone to film the yeah. war and then they get kidnapped and it's like, we're all supposed to worry for them. And it's like, well, I mean, if we know the war's happening and we know that mm -hmm. warlords who are blood thirsty and, and vicious and will do anything to win, they're the ones conducting the war and you go in there. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, why, why should we feel sorry and they for don't you want us to and go through all the trouble trying to get you freed when, I mean, you're putting yourself in danger. Well, that was the danger. Now, why, what good did it do to have that footage what did you yeah. accomplish we already knew right. what was happening so, i'm say here it's again uploading to you're you? here again and it looks like we're both recording let's see if the recording says uploading i've got the uploading thing going okay bouncing between 99 and 95 percent. there we go now we're uploading now let's share the bard okay we'll try this last chance last time all right What's the question? Question is, in the parable of the lost coin, how many coins did the woman have? Now, I think she had 10 coins and lost one. I think she only had one. I don't know. But I wonder, okay. Well, maybe we'll discuss this after yet. we find the answer. Okay, let's see what the answer is. Okay. I'm turning to the back now. Bard's Card still says, thinking about it. Bard doesn't wow, know. I don't think it knows. That would be interesting if, if... Ten coins. Okay, that's what the card says. Luke 15, uh, verse 8. I'm... Okay. okay. I never understood this parable is it so oh my gosh what the parable teaches us that god loves us unconditionally and will never give up on us i don't know if that's quite no that's because not... he's he doesn't <clears throat> i don't because this is these are the the kingdom of God parables. Yeah, the kingdom of God is like this. The kingdom of God is like that. Yeah. Um, That's we should know, abandon everything except the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is like this lost coin, and and um, you know I think a lot of times in Jesus's parables he, I think we we read them as though the activity in the parable is rational and expected. 
And I think a lot of times Jesus is saying, no, the kingdom of God is as if it were this way. You know it isn't this way, but it's as if. Um, for example, take the, the mustard seed. And he said, you know, the mustard seed is the smallest of seeds. And the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed that when planted grows into a shrub so large that the birds come and build their nests in it. Well, mustard seeds don't really grow into shrubs that large. But Jesus is offering a twist. He said, imagine if a mustard seed were to grow into a shrub this big. Well, that's what the kingdom minute. of God is like. No, wait a minute. Okay, he is not talking about the kingdom of God, I don't think. Okay, now the publicans and sinners drew near unto him to hear him, and the Pharisees and scribes murmured, he receiveth sinners. He's, okay, so maybe this is comparing us to the lost coin. Yeah, so it's not so, so the much... So the lost sheep is definitely the, the lost sinner. Yeah. And okay, so we are the lost coin. We are the lost coin, okay, the lost sinner. Okay, so the bard had it right. Yeah. Uh, and, but and my memory was incorrect. Here's the, the, the way they phrase it. The parable mm -hmm. teaches us that God loves us unconditionally and will never give up on us. No matter how far we have strayed, God is always there waiting for us to, with open arms. But the part that they're... The point of Jesus eating with the sinners is that he was calling the sinners to leave their simple life. To stop life. being sinners. Yeah. Um, it, if, if Jesus is eating with a sinner, it's not because he accepts their sins. It's because he's calling them to penance. Well, read, uh, read verse 10. Yeah. Uh, so there will be more joy before the angels of God upon one sinner doing penance. Exactly. And it's the penance that point. is the, the point. The, the, uh, the lost coin is lost because he's strayed away from God. And yeah, I, okay, found, open arms. He did penance. I, I guess the, 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 uh, the bard did get it right, but kind of the way they... God loves us unconditionally. It's not so much that is that God wants us on God. How do you say this? God wants us to repent and accepts our sincere repentance, no matter how far we've strayed. Right. It's not like so that. much about how much God loves us. It's about how much God wants us in his fold. To repent. Yeah. Like the shepherd who lost his sheep. And mm -hmm. when we sin, God actually loses us. You see, when you right. become the lost sheep, you've wandered away from God. You're not with uh, God anymore. You're not in his fold. He has to come get you. And so that's why he's eating with the sinners and uh, so forth. Okay. Okay. All right, but <clears throat> I was wrong. The bard was right. Yeah. In my memory of that parable. Well, you were right about 10 coins. I was wrong yeah. about the... <laughs> the number. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, folks, think about what we said, and hopefully next week... Uh, and uh, 
I forgot my my exit. Think about what we said, and, and as, as always, always <laughs> go raw and circle the beads. <laughs> but I was, yeah, I was mentioning. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I'm in Portland, Oregon next week. Are but, you? Yeah, On but Wednesday? I'm going to be in a hotel. I, I'll bring a mic and see if I okay, can. Okay, here's up. okay. Here's the thing. We we. I mean, may, maybe I can find time between now and next week to do another. By the way, have you ever posted my last solo? No, I didn't think there was anything for you to do except post it. Well, but anyway, we got to talk about it. Um, the, the, have you watched it? No. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, the thing is, on Thursday next week, like early, early morning, like I'll probably get up at I don't know three or something and and start driving. I am I am driving down to Paris Island to witness my granddaughter graduating from Marine boot camp. Um, and so I'll be gone Thursday and Friday. But the point is, because I got to get up so early, I don't know if I'll be able to record Wednesday night. All right. So. Well, folks, we'll have to see. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye.